today, I, when I was coming, I asked God, God, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to speak on? And the Lord whispered in my ears and said, when you go to CIC, see, I want you to speak on this subject. So the topic for today is, you are not useless. Come on. Tell your neighbor, you are not useless. Say it like you mean it. You are not useless. Praise God. I'm reading from the Good News Translation. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 15 say, 58 says, My life has been useless. Somebody should have said, my, I am not useless. The writer of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 50 says, my life has been useless. I'm not useless. Amen. You are not useless. You are useless are words that has been haunting many people for many years. Do I have a witness? They are trying to tell you that you are fruitless. You are profitless. You are valueless. You are on unserviceable. You are unusable. But baby, you are not useless. You are not useless. I want you to tell somebody seated by you that you are not useless. No one in this world is useless. No one is useless in this world. You are never useless. Praise God somebody. Praise God somebody. You are not useless. God has never created anything useless. So you are not useless. The writer says, oh, I am, my life has been useless. You are not useless. God is watching over you. Amen. Can I tell you something? You are a vessel of honor. Amen. You are a vessel of honor. For the master's use. And you are being prepared for good work. Not a useless work. Not a fruitless work. Are you hearing me? You are serviceable. You are not unserviceable. You are usable. Amen. Nobody is better than you. Tell your neighbor, nobody is better than me. Praise God. Never underestimate yourself. Never underestimate yourself. No matter what people say, you are better than you think. You are loved. You deserve to be happy. You deserve a peaceful life. Praise God. I heard the Lord said, I will bless your going out and I will bless your coming in. Amen. Praise God. But I want you to always control your four M's. Control your four M's. Your mouth, your mind, your mood, and your money. Number one, your mouth. Everybody say your mouth. Your mind, your mood, and your money. I didn't say money. Money. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
What you say is what you possess. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. The devil will force you to make a negative sentence. Say a negative word. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you that your words are creative. Whatever you say, you create. Elisha said, let two sea bears come out of the wood and two sea bears that there were no bears around that area, but two sea bears came very hungry to kill 42 children. You are killing your own miracles. I am tired. Nobody likes me. I'm, I'm not as beautiful as AC. Who told you I'm not as beautiful as AC? Am I talking to somebody? I hate this marriage. I hate this home. You are creating hatred for yourself. Change your confession. Your confession, confession is what? Possession. So watch your mouth, your four M's. Watch your mouth. And watch your mind. What goes into your mind? The devil is always whispering to you, you are nobody. You can make it. Somebody did it and failed. You are going to fail. Tell your neighbor, baby, I'm not going to fail. Come on, say it like you're meaning. Let this mind be in you as it was in Christ Jesus. He was always creating things. When there is few, he said there's plenty. When somebody is sick, he said I'll heal you. When somebody is bound, he said I'll set you free. Are you hearing me? What is it that you are thinking? You are always, whatever you think affects your body. That's why you are always moody. You are like a rain that is about to fall. Your, you, yeah, the cloud. Your mood charges your atmosphere negatively. Always let your atmosphere be charged with possibilities. Are you hearing me? Amen. When they said you can't do it, said I can do it. Don't let anybody's attitude make you moody. A moody spirit kills your soul. Am I talking to somebody here? You walk in the house as if somebody owes you something. You come to church as if you ask for you, you were baptized with lemon juice. And because of you, nobody should be happy. Somebody smile, you are angry. Somebody testifies, you are angry. Somebody dances, you are angry. Who are you? My neighbor used to have a dog in Ghana called Who Be You? And then your money. Money. Money is your defense. Don't talk against people who are making it in life. Are you hearing me? But there are some people, pastor, that they should not save above 100 pounds. Even if you give them uh, 100,000 pounds, all hell will break loose until they are reduced to 100 pounds. And when they come back to 100 pounds, everything will be calm. Am I, is somebody listening to me? Listen, I've been a, 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 a pastor for over four decades, so I'm telling you what I know. If they get more money, there will be sickness and diseases. There will be attacks from all angles. 
they must be reduced to 100 pounds. Today, I stand here as a prophet of God telling you, you will rise above that. I said, you will rise above that. I said, you will rise above that. Somebody said, I believe it, amen. If you believe it, say amen like a tender. Say it again. Say it again. Praise God. It's going to be well with you. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. Tell your neighbor, it shall be well with you. Money is defense. Money comes with angelic force to protect your life. Because money allows you to do what you want to do. Thank you, my daughter. Money is good. Money matters. If somebody tells you money does not matter, the person is the biggest liar in the whole world. Money matters. I've written a book called Money Matters. Money matters. It's not about money, about monetary affairs. I mean, it matters. If you have been poor before, money matters. Praise God. Somebody say money matters. Praise God. Hallelujah. What is your mood? What are you thinking? What are you saying? Money. Money, 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 money. Praise God. Praise God. Don't join the no money club. Write it down. Don't join the no money club. As soon as you mention money, people become upset. Their mood changes. Did you come here by just walking? Amen. I am not a member of no money club. Praise God. Never allow people's negative opinions of you to make you think that you are inferior. Are you hearing me? In Job chapter number 13 verse 2. Can you read that for me? Who is reading for me today? Read like you are Am I boring you? Job chapter 13 verse 2. Job chapter 13 verse 2. Yes, go on. Verse 2. Uh-huh. Verse number 2. We are waiting for you. The 100, the monitor. Job chapter 13 verse 2. In everything you say, I have heard before. I understand it all. I know as much as you do. I am not your inferior, but my, di- my dispute is with God. What? You know, I also know. Say with me. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you. Tell your neighbor, I am not inferior to you. Say it like you mean it. Don't allow anybody to belittle you. Don't allow anybody to make you feel like you are useless or you are worthless. Just because you are not married does not mean you are a useless person or you are a failure. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, somebody? Maybe you'll be struggling. 
with deep depression and anxiety, you, yet you are not useless. Am I, am I preaching to myself? I thought you guys are roaring lions. Amen. Amen. You may be struggling to raise your children now, yet you are not useless. Yet you are not useless. Are you hearing me? You, don't be, you may not be as successful as you want or you people want to see you becoming that successful. You are not a failure. You are not useless. Are you hearing me? Hold on to it. Something is going to happen. This man and this woman came, fell from the ground. Everybody deserted them. But today, look at them. I may not be as successful as you are, but I'm not useless. I may not marry as you have married, but I'm not useless. I've been married and may be divorced or separated. That doesn't make me useless. I'm not a failure. Are you hearing me? Every successful person was once upon a time a failure. Yeah. I may be sick, but that doesn't make me useless. If the man that I once loved or the woman that I once loved walked away from me, doesn't make me useless. If they promised me and they failed me and I'm embarrassed, that's not make me useless. Do I have a witness in the house? If the people that said they need, that they need you, that's, they said today they don't need you anymore, that's not make you useless. The fact that you have been with me for all these years and you never married me but you went to marry AC, that's not make me useless. Oh, is, is there any AC? Please, I don't know any AC. <laughs> Somebody say amen. AC, you must come out. Amen. If today I'm not a hot property for you and to you, I'm not useless. I'm not a failure. God did not make you a useless person. Tell your neighbor, I'm not useless. Say it like you mean it. You may have failed many times over trying to fix your life, yet you are not useless. You have been struggling today, but you are not useless. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Jesus, the Bible said in John, uh, Mark chapter number 10, verse 21, Mark 10, 21, when I called Christ the first, Mark 10, 21, Jesus looked at him and loved him. Everybody said, loved me. Jesus looked at him and loved him. Jesus is looking at somebody in this house that you think you are useless. People are telling you you are useless. You are not useless. He loves you so much. For God loved, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son by whosoever believed in him should not what? Perish. But what? Have everlasting life. Everlasting life does not mean you should live like a Methuselah. I mean, the only thing that was said about Methuselah was his age. He never built anything. He never did anything. The age of Methuselah has got nothing to do with the wisdom of King Solomon. Praise God. Looked at him. Looked at her. 
loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way. Sell whatever you have and give Sorry. to the poor. They said, this is, there is one thing that you lack. How many of you lack something in life? A dead person lacks life. And that is what he will be looking for. A poor person lacks money. That will make him rich. That is what he's been looking for. Are you hearing me? We all have something that we lack. And the Lord of supply will supply that thing that you lack. You may have everything by your health. That is one thing that you lack. One thing that disturbs you. One thing that if God would do it for you, you'd be the happiest person. Hello? Hello? One thing that thou lacketh. You lack something and God is going to supply. By this conference, if you have been here, you have been in this conference, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, God will supply you that one thing that you lack. Who am I preaching to? I don't know. If I preach to three people, I'm okay. One thing that you lack is coming. One thing that you lack is coming. God is going to do it for you. He's going to do it for you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Next year when we come here, you are going to testify of the one thing that you lack that the Lord has supplied for you. Say amen and amen and amen and amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. The great altar is writing a new and glorious chapter of your life story. Somebody is going to read about your life story. Ladies and gentlemen, time will tell. Tell your neighbor, time will tell. Say, keep laughing at me. Time will tell. Say that again. Keep laughing at me. Time will tell. Praise God. You are not useless. The person making you feel that way, that that's the person who is useless. The person that is making you feel like you are useless, that, that person is useless. You are not. I'm here to inform you that you are not useless. The bearer of the next good news. You are about to bring very good news to certain people. You are about to announce your breakthrough your deliverance, your healing. Ladies and gentlemen, God is with you. Say, say time will tell. Say that again. You know what? You see that I'm limping a bit and you are wondering, why grandpa, why are you limping? I went to work to the office on a Tuesday, on January, say last year. And uh, I came home I was happy. I'm a football crazy guy. So I said to mama, there's football. Bring food. So she brought the food. I was singlet, in shorts, watching football and insulting the players. When I watch football, I insult players. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I said. And then I sneezed. And I, I don't like, mom, mom used to sneeze when you are in Timbuktu, you hear her sneeze. So I held my nose. And then suddenly, something like particles went into my brains. Whilst I held the food, I wanted it, mom brought it in on a tray so that I can watch my foot, football. 
I like to watch football on the big screen. Yeah. Then I saw my body changing. So I put the tray down and I shouted to mama and I said, Adele, something is happening to me. And I walked and she was coming from the kitchen. I met her. She held me. I said, take me to the downstairs toilet to wash my face. As soon as I washed my face, I fell into her. I collapsed into her hands. She closed the toilet and sat me down and called my son, who is a doctor. And I've heard them talking. And my son said to him, Mom, call the ambulance. I've never been taken by ambulance. I was a healthy man, flamboyant, very handsome, very happy guy. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. If you didn't clap, that means you are jealous. My son lives in a place called Grace. I don't know what, I mean, God is so good. My son and the ambulance crew just came to the house at the same time. They asked me of my name. I told them, age, date of birth, I told them. Then they said, we have to take him. They put me on a stretcher. Stretcher? Somebody was so happy watching football and insulting people. They took me to the hospital. Ladies and gentlemen, when we get to the, got to the hospital, I allowed Mama, who is a, a specialist nurse, and my son, who is a doctor, to be in the ambulance. And then they told them that I've got only 12 to 72 hours to live. Oh, yeah. Because I, when they got me to the hospital, I, I didn't know how they got me to the hospital. Ladies and gentlemen, 12 to 72 hours to live. So they should be, go home. They will call them. Mama goes to work and will be crying. And everybody was shocked because for all the years she's worked with, with the hospital UCH, she's never been a sad woman. She's always, she was always happy. Ladies and gentlemen, after 72 hours, somehow they said, I did my toe just went like that. That means I was still alive. I couldn't see, I couldn't hear, couldn't speak, I couldn't move. Before then, for one year, I was telling my family and some hench people, men and women, that some people wanted to kill me. So they should help me, they should pray for me. And they kept praying. We kept praying, especially the family. But unfortunately, what God showed me in the realms of the spirit for me to do what I need to do, which I've warned my son and my daughter, that they should never do anything halfway if God asked them to do something. Because I did something halfway, thinking that, oh, there was time I have to do what I need to do. And that's where the stroke. Now, there, there I was in the hospital, not talking, not moving, not seeing, not hearing. So they called Mama and my son to come in. They came in. Mama said as soon as they walked in, I did my hand like that. So my daughter was in Ghana. The other one was in uni, 
So the one in Ghana has to come back from Ghana on from holiday. Ladies and gentlemen, long story short, I was in the hospital on the bed. The church was told that I, I'm exhausted. I'm resting at the hospital. But they didn't know what was going on. So then, stayed in the hospital for about a month. My family came around. I began to move to here again. All along, God was telling me, you will not die. The doctor said, you will die. God said, you will not die. I'm encouraging somebody, you are not useless. Whatever you are going through, the Lord is with you. That young man testified here, I was seated here, and our tears were just dropping from my eyes. You see, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the troubles of the righteous. Many, 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 many are the disappointment of the righteous. Not the sinner, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Somebody say, the Lord delivered them from him from them all. Praise God. You are not useless. At a point of time, I thought it was over. But God kept telling me it was not over. It's not over until it is over. Now watch this. After all the things, I think in the third week or so, the physio, decide, the physio people decided to bring me out from my ward. My ward was as big as here. Hey, do good. Yeah? Tell your neighbor, do good. <laughs> NHS. Whatever private hospital that I was, my room was bigger than this. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. A king is a king. Tell your neighbor, a king is a king. Say that again. Praise God. So they decided to bring me out. So they brought me out, sat me on, uh, on, at the entrance of my, my, my door. And I told the nurse that I was feeling uncomfortable. Not, I mean, I couldn't speak louder. The nurse was talking to somebody. They were talking about girls, that how many women is going, and all kind of thing. And then I slipped. I slipped on the floor. And when I, slept, I slipped on the floor, when I slipped, I became unconscious. And according to them later, I became unresponsive. They killed me again. Yeah, they killed me again. Come and see, I was told. But I had two student nurses, one from Ghana, one from the Philippines. They were so good. They were crying. Grandpa, no. They used to call me grandpa. Grandpa, no. Grandpa, come. And then suddenly I came back to life. Jason. Jason, I came back to life. So they decided, listen, I just came in here to tell you my story. That is why today you haven't seen me jumping up and down like a monkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are like monkeys, you know. We like jumping. To tell the devil that, hey, hey, we are alive. Yeah. Uh, the day you see they're not jumping again, then something is wrong. 
So they had a meeting. They decided to take me to rehab. The family said, no, they should bring me home. I clapped for Britain. Those of you who have been insulting Britain, be very careful. I've been blessing this country ever since I stepped here. Amen. They turned my whole living room into a hospital. I was using commode. I was peeing through, what do you call that thing? No catheter. Never had that one. The what? The urinal. You, Martin. Amen. Being, had two physio, two carers. Carers were bathing me. God was still talking to me. So when I came home, then demons started coming to attack me. But the Lord put a shield that they couldn't enter. Wherever you are watching, God is alive. You are not useless. So one day I was crying. I was crying. Mama was not working. My son was not working. My daughter was not working. The other one was a uni. Was also being attacked by demonic forces. You know, she was becoming short of breath. A whole lot of things were happening to my children. Are you hearing me? The enemy wanted to take us out. So one day I was there, 10.15, 10.45, I beg your pardon. And the Lord entered into the living room. That has become my bedroom. And lifted me, put me down and said, walk. I opened my eyes. I was still on the bed. There are things God can do for you. And there are things you can do for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, from there, I started taking baby steps. I have to be taught how to walk. Baby steps, baby steps. Then I climbed upstairs. I went upstairs and laid on my bed for the first time. And I started laughing. So, long story short, I be, they were teaching me how to walk here and there and then. I became okay and I went to church. My son and my daughter were there to support, to thank God for my life. You know, had a service to thank God. Ladies and gentlemen, I was dead and I have come back to life. Are you not happy here? You'll be the next candidate for a testimony. Your testimony will be huge. May you never ever go through what I went through. May the Lord sustain you. May the Lord make you bigger. Are you hearing me? You are not useless. I say you are not useless. I'm here to inform you. That people are going to tell you. that because of you they will serve God you will not join them no money club you are going to have that overflow blessing praise God sit down for a minute
Zechariah chapter 8, verse number 23. How are you, my daughter? Long time no see. Bless you. It's been a long time. You look good. Let's appreciate her. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 8, quickly. You're going to be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Tell your neighbor, don't worry. Be happy. Second, Go on. Second Kings 7, 8. Oh, ask, no, hold on. Zechariah chapter number 8, verse 23 first. Zechariah chapter 8, verse 23 first. Something is going to happen in this assembly. I said something is going to happen in this assembly. God is going to bless you. That one thing that you lack is going to be supplied by God. Be it healing, be it deliverance, be it money, be it connection, be it marriage. Whatever it is, be it business, whatever it is. That one thing that you lack, God is going to supply you so that you can be a bearer of good news. You are going to be a bearer of good news. Come on, read that for me, baby. That says the Lord of hosts. That saith the Lord of hosts. Now watch this. When any time you see that saith the Lord of hosts, the Lord of hosts when, means that when God comes in, he comes in with all his angelic hosts. And, and if God alone, if God can come with his angelic hosts, that means your problem is strong unshakable problem. So God is going to solve unshakable problems. Listen, I am prophesying to somebody. God is going to solve unshakable problems. I am not going to tell you things to make you, to make you happy. I'm telling you what God says. God is going to solve unshakable problems. Watch this. The Lord of hosts is there. Go on. In those days, ten men from every language of the nation. In those days, ten men, yes, shall grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man, saying, "They would grab your the seed of your Jewish man, saying, he a Christian, saying, born again, saying, let us go with you. Let us go with you. We need to find out where you're stranded. We need to find out what makes you think. We need to find out why you're so happy. We need to find out why you're jumping like that. We need to find out why you come to the stage, you are so happy. We need to find something about you because there's something about you that has changed. What we wish did not happen. Are you hearing me? Am I really preaching to somebody? Yeah. You, you disturb my father, you disturb my mother, you stop my mother, you stop my, my father, you stop my grandfather, you stop my grandfather, my grandmother, but you can't stop me. You know what? Because the Lord of hosts is with me. We have heard that we will go with you. Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is we with have you. Heard, everybody say pastors. We have heard that we have God is with you. We have heard that God, God is, is with, with you. you. Why would I want to know your God if your God cannot perform? There shall be a performance. I said there shall be a performance. There shall be a performance. 
of those things that God has told you, there shall be a performance. Of the things that this, this pulpit has spoken, it shall be a performance. Of the things that the author has spoken, there shall be a performance. Never joke with anything that your pastor will tell you. Your pastor and your pastor will tell you. There shall be a performance. People who told you not to go to that church again, you are wasting your time going to that church. There shall be a performance. They are going to come to you to ask you what happened. How? How did it happen? There shall be a performance. Do you believe it? If you believe it, shout amen. Amen. Say, I am a believer. Say it like you mean it. Say it like you mean it. What you believe, say it. Tell your neighbor, what you believe, say it. Praise God. Amen. And there shall be an overflow blessing. The conference said overflow. There shall be an overflow blessing. Who is going to take that one? An overflow blessing. Who is taking 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 overflow anointing? Who is taking overflow money? Overflow connection? Overflow business? Overflow health? Who is taking that one home? Say, I believe. Praise God. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 8. People who have been cursed. I'll show you something here. Talk to me. And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, uh, the le- uh-huh. they went into one tent and ate and drank. Now, who did that, baby? These four lepers that sat at the gate. How many of you know the story? How many of you know the story? Let me show you why they were at the gate. Do you remember when Geazi followed Naaman and took the things from him? And Elijah said to Geazi, you and your generation will be cursed. You become lepers. You remember that? So the four lepers by the gate were Geazi and his three sons. So they were carrying generational curses. Anybody here who is carrying any generational curse, we break it today. I said, we break it today. I said, we break it today. I said, we break it today. In the name of Jesus. So they were the ones seated there. And then you know, they went to the camp of the enemy. And when they went to the camp of the enemy, I love this scripture. I love it. They drank. They carried from it silver, gold, clothing, and went and hit them. That is banking. Everybody say banking. Banking. I say investment. Everybody say investment. Those of you who have no investment, go and start investment. Wow. You get the money, you chop. Save some. So they went and hid it. Hiding it means investing it. And then they went back. Go on. And entered another tent and carried some from there also. So they went to another tent, carried some from there also. And went and hid it. And invested. Hello? I'm preaching. Now the lepers that were ostracized were shunned. Nobody wants to talk to them. Now they became the bearers of good news. They had an overflow blessing. Overflow blessing. That is why they could have the courage 
to go to the gate to speak to the king's messengers. Because in those days, a leper cannot come closer to people. But they had the courage because they have been into the palace before. They know who to talk to. Everyone say connection. Connection. You'll be a bearer of good news. Whatever news your family is looking for, you'll be the bearer of that good news. Anybody that wrote you up, wrote you up at their own peril. Because you are bouncing back. You are coming back big time. I said you are coming back big time. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are coming back big time. Somebody say, hey, Amen. From today, you are, from, you are going from useless to useful. Amen. The lepers became useful. Amen. Amen. Are you here with me? Amen. I decree and declare that this day, I said this day, God has heard your cry. God has heard your cry for mercy. And things are turning around for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak the opening of heavenly gates and ancient doors over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and declare that the times of spiritual, physical, and financial hopelessness and disappointment has come to an end in the mighty name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. You will never be disappointed again. I say you'll never be disappointed again. Somebody shout hallelujah. There's a sudden good break coming in your life. Amen. A sudden good, good break is coming upon your life. Amen. I decree and declare that you are stepping into a place, a place of power, a place of authority, a place of greater authority, you will see answers to the things that you have delayed. Somebody shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. Your feet is anointed to bring good news. Wherever you step, there will be good news. You will be satisfied with long life and prosperity. Favor is following you. Nothing good will slip from your hand. Somebody say, I receive it. You will receive unexpected treasures. Say, I receive it. The Lord will bless you with precious things. Say, I receive it. You will sing a new song. You will never borrow again. You will never walk into trouble. You will never be a liability. God will connect you to your helper. The helpers of your destiny. Every delay, every loneliness, every disappointment will disappear in your life. Those who said you will never make it, they will be shocked. You are about to shock people. I said you are about to shock people. You are about to shock people. You will make it. You are not useless. You will make it. I said you will make it. I said you will make it. I said you will make it. 21 days from now, you will hear good news. 21 days from now, you will hear good news. 21 days from now, you will hear good news. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Hallelujah. Somebody is being healed. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you are being healed right now. Every terminal disease is being healed. Every physical disability, you are being healed. God is healing you. I said, God is healing you. God is healing you. Somebody, you have a broken heart. Somebody has broken your heart. God is mending those hearts. Mending your heart. You are going to receive a big good news. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you, want a, if you want a testimony, say a big amen. amen. A tenderous amen. amen. A tenderous amen. 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 God is going to bless you. 